the casual guys Welcome. podcast talk about japanese music news and other music related things on wednesday Good day. on wednesday specifically yes <laughs> um, today's not wednesday today's yeah, not wednesday so Sunday. today means it's japanese music news day which is uh, yeah 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 is that how we do this dude we got a lot to talk Super about clear. we got to talk about a new bandmate song we got to talk about x japan fighting elon musk um, I also need to tell it's you like guys about the fight? Sim concert. Yeah, dude, they're gonna go at it. Age match. You you'll be surprised how this intertwines. I think. Maybe not. Maybe you're not surprised. I mean, I'm, I'm guess it's probably has something to do with X. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You'd be sadly mistaken. Anyways, we're teamed up with AfterShock, guys. Did you know that AfterShock 2023? You know why we're teamed up with them? Because uh, we were able to give away two four-day passes for the festival. Yes, that's based absolutely. on a story that you can go to our website, Gaijin Guys, GaijinGuys.com, GaijinGuys.com, and uh, you can put in a story about how music has uh, affected your, changed your life, or helped helped you in any way. And uh, I'm going to pick one of those stories to be the winner. Yeah, so. You're going to email that to giveaway at guysandguys.com, and you got to do that by September 8th, which is, you only have like oh, seven, like five days, five days. Yeah. Five days to do so. Then we will announce the winner on the 10th. We'll read your story off to everybody. So it'll be on the guys, guys podcast when we read the story. Um, all the details, if you forget, are in the description of this video. So make sure you check that out. And yeah, that's it. So how's your guys week going? Pretty good. Pretty good, getting some stuff done, getting a little filling in my routine that I'm still need to figure out, but you know. You have a routine. There. Been busy, wrote a like a, a metal song for a backing track for the playing the background. It turned into it's a it's a, a riff I've had for probably twenty years. I finally recorded it. <laughs> oh nice. And uh, it's coming out kinda cool. How did, it's impressive, like when you can remember those riffs you wrote like so long ago. Like they just never leave; they're always there. I never stopped playing it. Like I play it all the time, and it's just I could never play it really well. Mm. And I went to record like a simpler track, and then I was like, "Oh, I got this thing," and I, I, I must have just gotten better. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I can play that freaking riff now." That's good. And it's about two hundred and about two hundred eight BPM. Nice. It's pretty speedy. You heard it. I had had it in there. Put it. It in does there. sound very good. Very good. Well, can't thrashy. wait to hear its completion. It needs refined. How about you, Champ? How's your week? I hate this time of year, man. This is like the worst time of year. And you know, when I was like fifteen, I hated this time of year because it was like, oh my god, I got to start school next week and blah 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 blah. As parent, I think it's just as shitty. You know, like I'm getting your kids ready to go to school is just as obnoxious as getting yourself ready to go to school as a kid. And you're signing stuff up and doing all the bus schedules and the and making sure that they have new backpacks and clothing that fits them and blah, 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 blah. Um, plus, it's the end of the month. So you got to deal with all the like, you know, it's the end of the month. And now we got to deal with, you know, bills and all that stuff. So like everything this week of the year is always the most agitating week of the year for me. The final week of August. 
So mm. it's just been busy, just doing stuff that I have to do instead of doing the stuff that I want to do. You know what I mean? Like those are the worst weeks when I'm just when you're just, just doing adulting stuff. in general. Yeah, just constant <laughs> adulting. There's just like no room for your own stuff, right? So you got to just suck it up and deal with it. But uh, yeah, I, he starts school next this week, right? Wait, it's Sunday. Yeah, so this week mm. actually, mm. Uh, the day after the baby metal concert that I'm going to. Yeah, so, we're um, we're meeting up soon, chat. You're going to the Baby Mel concert? Yeah, we're going to the New York City one, right? I right. am. I didn't know you were. Yeah, you you offered me to be a place to stay. Remember? <laughs> I don't. I hope you remember. Feel free. <laughs> no, you no seriously did. I'm not. I'm not making that up. You're like, dude, you can just stay over here. Well, that is wow. that offer is just a consistent offer on the table. If you come over to this area That's for nice. a concert, you can come crash at my yeah, place. Yeah, we're both going to be there, man. Um, I'm going to be there also. Cool. I'm flying in next week, so. On September 11th, which is a little crazy. Well, then, but... then you're not going to the same show as me because I'm going on to the 5th, which is two days from now. Oh, well, I'm going to the New York City one. That is the New York City one. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> Fuck. Mine's on a Friday. Oh, I mean, we were not going to the same one. Oh, Mine's wait. A... No, I might be wrong on that. I might have tickets to something else on the 5th. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Maybe you guys should discuss this. Uh, this is sometime. getting awkward. Oh, oh, it's passcode <laughs> on the 5th. <laughs> the 5th is the passcode. And then I was the, about to say, I'm like... Baby, and then Baby Metal is the 15th. I, I got them switched around. It's okay. I wasn't going to trust... I was not going to trust your information, champ, so don't worry. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually really happy about that right now. I have, like, more time to... to for, for your arrival, Alan. I agree, Paul. This is getting strange. <laughs> okay, really so there's sure. one, listen, there's a lot of concerts happening. This, okay, like more <laughs> than than ever since we've been doing this con this uh, channel, has there yeah. been so many Japanese bands in freaking America just like yeah, ready to awesome. play music for us, right? So like yeah. I've had just like this cavalcade. Of of different like you know this concert's coming in this way this other concert's coming in this way it's so hard mm -hmm. to remember which one is when and where for sure for sure but yeah also we got a little bit of update on Wave guys he did put up a post and uh, thanks to Simno who just put the link in the chat he's he says he's doing much better he's getting caught up with things so he should be joining us in the near future but no rush we just want him to get better nope. we want him to get healed up and ready to go so i think he already started posting videos so you guys should go check out those new videos he's been putting up uh throughout the week yeah give him a little like a little thumbs up over there bring his spirits up yeah Maybe he's a super thanks that'd be nice wouldn't it yeah always nice and he's crazy though doing this many videos just to come back he's yeah, take a, he take probably a already had them all recorded Oh, okay, yeah, that, that makes more sense. I was like, God <laughs> damn, did you like fucking go live already and do 20 videos? Between you, Ryan, and Wave, you guys put up so many fucking videos, I'm like, I would be dying inside. I don't even know how you guys do it that fast. <laughs> just Sam. Uh, Sam, like, don't do anything else. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I put up two videos this month, I think. Like, I can, it's 30, 30 from two live streams I can still pull from if I need to, but, you know. Oh, God. Yeesh. Um, I did actually finally do that this month. So like I had like eight live streams that I hadn't clipped anything out of. And I finally like took the time this month and spent like, you know, fucking hours and hours for multiple days, just clipping them all out and post them all on my Patreon. So I finally got like 30 videos up there. So I feel like I'm kind of caught up 
with stuff like close close as close as i've ever been to caught up with stuff so i feel like i can actually start posting stuff on youtube again well that's a good point like, you know rosie is helping wave with the videos now so that's that's probably who's actually putting those videos up for him getting it done shout out to rosie every great man is an even greater woman all right guys um so we're gonna get like I said, we're getting into a quick news real quick, and then we'll go ahead and jump in the bandmade stuff right away. And uh, we have somebody joining us to tell us about the Dallas and Houston show for Baby Metal. So excited to hear about that. Excited to hear about what's going on with bandmade also. Um, real quick, though, we got uh, Rio Jin that's finally on tour. They're touring Europe and stuff uh, with, it's called the I Am On Tour. Uh, Pain, I can't read these band names. I guess the band's Pain. But they're on tour now, so they're finally out there. I know he's been talking about it for a while. Um, Asterism is releasing a new EP. Uh, some of the comments about it is it's more on the pop side. How do you guys feel about that? Really? Yeah. I can't believe they have another EP already. I think they kind of said they were going to have another one out when they released the last one. Oh, okay. I don't, I, seemed, I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Pretending I remember. I'm not really sure. <laughs> when it was announced, I'm like, oh, yeah, there was supposed to be another one. Yeah, it's really but, cool that they have everything prepared, you know, and they're just, like, getting these out. It's awesome. Awesome They're to grinding see. it out, man. They're uh, playing a lot. Got another tour coming up. Yeah, I like their first EP. Uh, their first EP was good, so I wonder mm-hmm. if they mean it's more pop than that one or if it's less pop. Be interesting I wonder how much of that goes into the fact that they have, like, they have a consistent vocalist now, right? Yeah. yeah. Haruka sings. Haruka, yeah, so she's yeah, just sings. doing vocals. She's the guitarist. Yeah, yeah, she's a guitarist. Yeah. So I wonder if like the the want to move into a poppier sound might just be because it's much easier on her to do vocals and play uh maybe a bit of a simpler style of guitar than she was before. Mm. Eh, I don't know. I think uh, vocal music with vocals is easier to get more fans for. Yeah, I do more things for. Like, uh, more people listen to music with vocals than instrumentals. Yeah, I think definitely. It's a, a broader, a broader fan base. So I think that's probably. I mean, I imagine she also wanted to sing, but you know, I think it's just a little more appealing to more people. Oh, I mean, on the other end of it, though, like, <clears throat> like I'm sure that that's why they wanted to add vocals because no matter what, like you've got a you've got a ceiling when you're just doing instrumental. But um, I wonder if the the move towards like a poppier sound rather than their like I don't know harsher sound. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah, would be because it's easier to do both of those things, you know, in pop music than it would be for like you know hard rock. Yeah, a lot of people forget too. Like with like people that do pop, they're normally exceptional musicians too. When it's just we ha- we're fortunate to see the gap between that. So we saw them instrumental. We saw them add vocals on some really heavy riffs. And now if she is going to pop route, it's kind of interesting to see. Because they're like, well, we know she can fucking play. <laughs> now she's doing this mm-hmm. uh, pop music afterwards. So, um, And it helps her writing because it's extremely hard to write a pop song. Uh, a lot harder than you would think it would, would be. Uh, mainly on the vocal side, vocal melody side. So maybe she's like trying to perfect those vocals and like work on catchy melodies or certain... Uh, certain ways of singing, you know, because it is definitely a different art form. It can be. It can be really s- simple and basic also. Pop can be also the reverse of that, of course. For sure. But I don't see them, them, you know, half-assing it. I see them trying to make them the best oh, yeah, in for that sure. style that they possibly can, you know? So, like, 
but uh, you you do have to make some sacrifices as like an instrumental. I mean, look at Dave Mustaine. Like Dave Mustaine didn't play lead for his own band, even though he was like you know considered one of the better guitarists in the world at that point. He was playing. He didn't do his own solos for like talking about seventy. Dave Mustaine doesn't play like seventy five percent of the solos in Megadeth. No, you're wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna prove it right now. Say more. You mean lately over the certain like the whole albums or lately? Because he used to split it with Marty there about fifty fifty back in the day. Well, fifty fifty right there. I mean, like that's already going into what I'm saying. And now he plays less. Okay. What 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 are we arguing about right here? You said seventy five percent. Well, now he plays less. I, I okay. for sure. But like even back then, when it was his band, came from Metallica as the lead guitarist of Metallica, and then he didn't even play all of the solos in his own music. He split it in half. To me, that tells you, you know, like because he's doing vocals, he had to tone it down a little bit. What are you gonna do? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Ryan went silent. <laughs> You just had another guitar player just sharing whatever. <laughs> yeah, but okay. back then, like, how often did you have two guitarists that were doing the same amount of, uh, like, generally speaking, there was a guy that was playing, like, the lead, and there was a guy that was playing rhythm most of the time, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Broke by the Scream. Lost two of their members. And I love how they put it, though. They put uh, notice of Yamayami and Yurinin. Kagura, uh, graduation. So they graduated. Um, I don't know why they say graduation. Chat, let me know. It's like first graders graduating from first grade. They move on to something else is what happened. Yeah. But I just, I love that wording for it, you know? So if I ever um, leave the Gaija guys, I'll be like, guys, sorry, I'm graduating from the Gaija guys podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking quitting. <laughs> no, I'm graduating. <laughs> I'm gonna say that for everything now. Like every time I want to, I graduated from my last job. Is that what happened? <laughs> uh, pretty standard for idol groups. Well, it should be a standard everywhere. I that would be great to go up to your boss and be like, "I'm sorry, sir, or ma'am, I'm going to be graduating from this job today." How would you take that? Like, what? <laughs> what do you mean you graduate? Moving on, but better things. <laughs> Chan, what would you do if I, you were my boss? I said I'm graduating today, and then just like walked out. <laughs> I mean, it's it is a really weird way to put that. I, <laughs> I, I guess because like in the idol industry, there's like this whole, you know, you kind of like start as 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 like pre debut rookies, right? And yeah. then you like grow into. They actually do call it like your sophomore year stuff like that, right? Like when you're in the idol industry. So I guess technically they're just like continuing that path and saying graduation, but like we know what that means. <laughs> like one of them has a one man show coming out. Yeah, he's ready. I'm, the I'm... biggest bummer for me out of this whole thing is that one one of them is the screamer of Broken by the Screen. Yeah, because you like Broken by the Screen quite a bit. I remember when we did the Patreon reactions; that was one of your favorites. That we yeah, to. they they always kind of reminded me of like like them and Passcode always kind of like I like them as. As the alt idol groups, those were like my favorites. I think we got in a fight about the tone during the during that reaction. I think I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <Probably. laughs> I could see that happening, but like, yeah, they were good, man. They were like really clever and really heavy sometimes. But without the screamer, I mean, like, I I, I do wonder what they're going to do next because without the screamer, I don't think that they have the same sort of like impact 
that they would have as a band. So mm. I would need them to replace her to to like really be into it because the rest of it is really poppy idol sound. You know what I mean? Like sort yeah. of like chorus vocals, chorus chanty vocals, a lot of it. So like uh, you know, that scream like really took it over the edge and made them interesting again. So losing her is a big thing. You think I think they'll bring a screamer back probably. You know, hopefully, or hopefully. or the project could end. Who knows? Uh, it does say more in this uh, article. It's translated in English, so forgive the rough translation. But um, on November eighteenth, um, she said they said they'll graduate with a solo performance. So that is that's really interesting that they're gonna do that. So that's how they're gonna graduate. They're gonna graduate for a performance. So make sure when you graduate from your job, you give your boss a solo performance. <laughs> I wonder if like the graduation like makes the the company look better like somehow because like like the, whatever company employs them right because they don't have to say like yeah they they quit on us like no they graduated this is what we wanted the whole time. Ryan, did you give your boss a solo performance before you graduated from your job? <laughs> My whole job was a solo performance. <laughs> oh, so you're just like I got to do. There the was same just thing. no encore. It, uh, oh, that's, that sucks, man. That sucks. Mm. I basically when I worked by myself and then I just left. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, they go on to say that they're, they apologize to all the fans related, um, who support us on a daily basis. Um, after the repeated discussion with members and staff about future activities, um, they decided they're going to walk towards a new life and will do her best until the next solo performance and graduate on that day. So, uh, we don't even know if they're going to be really doing music stuff. Um, you guys can check that article. We have it over on our Discord server. All right. Uh, Love Bites. Love Bites has a bunch of live videos, and they've been touring. And I watched some of them, and they are pretty fucking amazing. Have you guys had a chance to check out some of these live recordings? I haven't been watching them because I'm going to see them soon, and I'm just, like, waiting. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're going to see them live. Yeah. I would love to see him live, but I don't think they're coming to the U.S. for quite a bit. Hmm. I think I I think I will enjoy that band a lot live because I love that style of music live in person. It's so it's so exciting. The energy is just crazy. I think enjoy like they're, most. They're bands totally live, a live but... band. They're like just they've got that live band energy. You know, just watching everything I've enjoyed from them the most has been a live performance I've watched rather than like. I saw one of these. I think I saw the Hammer of the Wrath. I haven't seen the the other two. I didn't even realize they had like two more on there. So I'm definitely gonna go check those out. Sure. When it, yeah, uh, I really want to see Eric that Judgment back. Day one. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them yet either. But I love that song. The song's so good. Hmm. Uh, One OK Rock releases a new collaboration with Monster Hunter now single "Make It Out Alive." Uh, rock band 1OK Rock um, released it on August 24th, and it's a part of a mobile game that's scheduled to launch on September 14th. The band is known for their powerful rock anthems, and it's their first new song in 2023. Doesn't disappoint. So they do have a music video out now, guys. Did you guys have a chance to check it out? I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty solid rock song all the way through. It's catchy, yeah. uh, nothing like crazy, but it was it was a good song. It was just a decent song. Hmm. I listened about ten seconds, and that was that was enough. I think I like it better than the new Sim song. To be honest, that new Sim song was a little yeah. weird. I, I like. 
<laughs> I liked it. Uh, you like the Speaking new Speaking of, song. if you guys want to see our reaction to the new Sim song called Sad Day, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash guys. You guys, we will be posting that very soon. Yeah, the, the Sim song, I feel like I got just blue balled. I, I was getting into it. Like, I was giving the benefit of the doubt because I just saw them recently. And I love their concert. And I was like, okay. And it, it just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Um, Sad day. <laughs> yeah. Unlucky Morpheus, uh, top of the M. They just uh, hit a million views on it. So congratulations on Unlucky Morpheus. Wow. Yeah, good that. for them, man. It's like not the type of music that you would normally associate with a million views. So you know they're doing something really, really well when it when it does hit that mark. For sure. Yeah, that's always exciting. I can't imagine having a music video at a million million views and that that music video is cool too man like all their music videos are pretty cool like they're yeah, they very are. creative when it comes to the artistic design of everything that they do they put a lot of love into those don't they i really mm -hmm. like a lot like it's an insane amount of effort like i don't know how much green screening they're doing and stuff but the visuals are insane insane <laughs> i i think like most of their video at least that one is green screen right because that one's yeah. got like colors drip in front like everything's changing the whole time but it's really smart like uh, i i do think that their music videos generally have a good story to them too you know like that um the one about all the murders that, 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 that they did last year was like such a cool video too inside of the oh that's house right like the mirrors and stuff like that yeah like they're really smart with it and the artistic design like that's what i think that they peak at visually they're just really good at creating an environment that's really immersive like Kind of pulls you in and makes you want to keep watching it. Yeah, it's one of Eric's favorite bands. He loves loves them. Oh, oh they're so guess. good. They're so talented. Another you know? band I really want to see live too. Mm. Another yeah, me one. too. That'd be that'd be crazy just to see Fuki in action in person. Me too. Yeah, definitely it would be sick. Yeah. Hanabi uh, had an interview just come out. Um, it's in English and German subtitles, so you'll be able to follow along. It's on a channel called Coco Royal. You should show them some love. Um, they did a. It's a good twenty-five minute interview. Damn. It's a really good interview. I watched most of it. She's a really good interviewer, and uh, you know, it helps when you got somebody who can communicate with them directly. And. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was just a really good interview. It's probably the most information I've seen about them. Was there anything was, that shocked you on the information from it? Um, about the band? Not really. Shy. It's just like cool information about the band. It's just, um, I wish I should have took notes on it. But <laughs> so I watched like most of it and I wanted to go back and finish it and then mm. I just got busy. But I mean, it's just they're, they were comfortable with her and uh, it was just a good, cool interview. I'll post that a link in the chat for you guys. Um, if you guys want to check that out. What, is it subtitled? It is subtitled. Yeah. Subtitled in German and in English. Oh, sweet. I'll be watching Which, German. Show them some love because that takes a lot of time to go in there and subtitle all that stuff. I'm sure she, um, it, it's not an easy thing to do um, to make sure it all matches. So the fact that's in English and in German, that's that's awesome. So shout out to you. Oh, uh, that's what, okay. Uh, somebody that. in the chat just reminded me of the thing that I wanted to talk about. The, the drummer's... Uh, teacher like was like hey <laughs> there's this band looking for a drummer <laughs> and she went and tried out and got the got the gig uh, oh so, yeah, shit that was a cool thing it's like holy shit man their teacher told her about it so i wonder she, if it was... knew she's a drummer and yeah. thought she'd be interested i wonder if it's a drum it was drum teacher or just for like a i don't think straight so. teacher yeah i don't think it was a drum teacher <laughs> it's, you know, that's cool because it makes you know that 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 fucking teacher is listening to 
music like Hannah Bier. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it was like aware enough and in, in the scene enough to be like, yeah, they need a drummer. We gotta we gotta send this girl over there. That that's true. I the music scene, it must be all tight knit, man. Like no matter you what genre it is. Cause they all mesh genres. You know what's crazy, guys? When LA comes home and he's like, Hey, I wore a wore a tool shirt and my teacher's like hey that's a cool band and then he's like wait what because <laughs> you know the age yep it was Every... a thing like like rap and and thrash and stuff there was no teacher that i had that could ever be a fan of it because it wasn't a thing when they were a kid like yeah it was new to them when they were an adult and they're like this is trash <laughs> but now like my kids teachers all they're like my age or younger so they're more familiar with you know Mm-hmm. So he wears these shirts that, you know, Slayer and all this stuff, and the teachers, instead of, like, telling them to take it off, are like, hey, that's I like that band. Yeah. What? <laughs> that's I listened to them 25 years ago. You wear whatever you want, man. Yeah, like, all my teachers listened to, like, the Eagles. You know, like, yeah. that was, like, yeah. the generation that, that, that my teachers came from. It was, like, a lot, lot of, like, the Beatles and the Eagles and stuff like that. And, like, yeah, now my son says the same thing. He'll be like, yeah, like, everybody in my school, yeah, you know, like, all their parents, they all make their kids listen to them. 90s so everybody knows grunge music and everybody knows like michelle branch and stuff like that all those teachers are going to be like i remember when that came out yeah <laughs> exactly goes. right dude we're teacher age you know what i mean like this is uh, this, this would be us if I, we were the teacher hey goddamn that's just that's just scary to think about uh, Nemophila is in the studio and they are working on a cover EP. So I am wondering if they're going to be putting like a lot of love into this cover EP or if they're just taking some of their older covers or whatnot and just reproducing them or re-recording oh, doing them. a better, like a more studio quality recording of it. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if it'd be cool if they took like uh, some of their, the favorite videos, like with the, with the, you know, with more comments or views on them and, and kind of polish those performances. Yeah. What cover would you guys like to see on this EP? And chat, let me know. What covers would you like to see on that EP by Nemophila? Well, you can't be happy about this because last week you were complaining that they were just doing I, one cover. I'm not. But if it's going to be really well recorded mixed covers, I'm I'm down to hear it. I just want original music. I don't want but. it to be any of the stuff that we've heard before. And like, yeah, it's it, it would. I know why they would want to do that. But like, listen to them. You know, and like yeah. just being a little better quality isn't really, I don't know, that's not really going to light a fire up my ass for, for wanting to listen to it. You know what I mean? But if they come out with like five new songs that, that we've never heard before. Mm. Oh, Radio Rafa that. said it's going to be four covers and one new song. I'll take it for the one new song. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. I'll um, take new name of Okay. Where, where oh, that's right. They, they said they're doing Slipknot. Sick is on there. Do they okay. list any other ones? They're doing Slipknot. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Sick. That's like one of their early songs they put out, man. Remember that being on like a compilation of up, new upcoming bands. Sick was one of them. Uh, yeah. There's a hint towards MTH being on there. That'd be fucking awesome. That makes sense because Tom would probably yeah. do an MTH one. I still want them to do Kill Switch. I'll say it every time they talk about this. <laughs> no. No, we don't One want One Kill Switch song. They'd be so good at doing it. End of Heartache. It would be such you know a what? great cover. Yes, do Kill Switch because then I would like it. Better there you than go. The Kill we'll Switch. make it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sick 
Slipknot. That's, that's going like to be all interesting. screaming, dude. That's like an all yeah, screaming. That's a, that's so that was before he started crazy singing. Song. That's going to be interesting. I can't wait to hear that. I've only she's only screamed. I think like throughout the whole song, in one song that I can recall. And that's Zen. Zen, exactly. And then outside of that, I'm pretty sure she does vocals, like Queen vocals in every other song. So it'll be interesting to hear, like, you know, try to recreate a Corey Taylor style song from like the early days. Uh, Hanabi said they started out as an MTH cover band, Glenn was saying in the chat. When I first heard them, I was actually watching some of the old videos for Hanabi that we did um, because I was taking a clip from one of them and. In one of the thumbnails, it says "new MTH?" question <laughs> mark. Like, hmm. All right, band May just dropped a new song live. Ryan, tell us about it. Yes, they did, and uh, song's called "Go Easy," and I no recordings of it yet that I've heard because you're not supposed to do that over there in Japan. It was in uh, Nagano they played, and. Uh, I do have a playlist from the show and our friend of the community and friend of mine, Pohoji san was there. And, uh, so they start off domination, glory alone play. Then they played shambles, their latest release. And then they played the new song, go easy. First time performance. Then they went into Honkai and then choose me. So it was a pretty good block of songs there, but they did, there was an MC shambles, then MC, and then they played go easy. And uh, Poji-san uh, said, um, it said I had like a drum intro and it seemed quite fast, maybe faster than Shambles. And uh, before the song, Psyche said just, all she said is, we are going to play a new song. And then they like went into it. <laughs> mm. um, one thing he said uh, in reference to like when they played Influencer for the first time and when they dropped it on fans. It was a little, it was almost kind of hard to grasp what was going on because the intro was kind of unique. He said, this one wasn't like that. It's a lot easier to kind of follow. Well, maybe a little more straightforward. Um, it was a quite, quite a serious and, and hard song opposite of the title. Psyche had to sing it with all her might and Konami solo was a treat to listen to. So, uh, and then also, Oh, look it up here. Cause somebody else read another, comment about it and somebody commented it was like shambles but flavored with alone <laughs> so i don't know it's gonna be inter- interesting to hear that means flavored right anything both of those songs just are like quintessential bandmade songs to me. Right. you know so like that them being together is kind of just like okay so it's band, it's bandmade they, song yeah and they played a uh, spirit too on that uh, show, which they haven't mm. done for a long time. What I was going to ask you, because I didn't recognize that name when I looked at the list. What album Spirit? is that off of? I did not it's recognize uh, that's one. So and it's one of my all-time favorites, man. Okay. I, I'll on probably know it then when I hear it, because I listened to that album, and I just Hopefully didn't recognize the name. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't recognize it either, song, man. man. Yeah, I'm about to play it right now, because I'm like... Do it. Bothering me, I'm like, what? yeah, I'm listening you, you, to it currently. Yeah. I Dude, I don't, know I don't recognize this at all. Well, I've listened to that album a lot, so I'm definitely gonna know what it is. When it sounds kind of punky, Ryan. I'm surprised by how little punk you enjoy. Considering yeah, then she made sings, then she sings and it's not punk anymore, <laughs> and then it changes and it just gets me. So, if, you think if 
if punk if there was like a punk band like rancid or like uh pennywise or something like that and they just like replaced their vocalist with like psyche each of those bands would you like like every <laughs> punk band again i say i don't dislike every punk band punk, <laughs> uh, it's a weird thing there's some i like and some i don't you know it's like any kind of genre i guess i don't like every i have to admit something guys band. i don't dislike every punk band what i have to admit something i actually skipped that song <laughs> That's why well, I always miss it. I do not like that song as much because I always like I listen to Fate, which I absolutely love, and then I skip Spirit for Rocket. See, those two are like equal for me. I love each of those. I love them. Both I love the Fate. Same. That's why I didn't recognize it because I'm like, I think I always like. I don't know why I couldn't get into that song. I listen to it now. It's it's good, but it's just ooh, not my thing. Ooh, 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 ooh. Come on, man. Oh, that's you true. That, that course is sketchy, but it's like Rocket Me's next. So I was like, I want to hurry up and listen to it. <laughs> Wow, skip Spirit for rocking me. I mean, rocking me is anyway, banger. Spirit's one that I've always wanted to see. I don't think I have. Interesting choice from them. I, I haven't even really heard anybody talk about it before. Mm. I, I mean, I know you're not really don't frequent my Discord at all, but uh, I mean, usually every other day or so, I'm like, have I, I mentioned how much I like the song Spirit. People are like, shut up. We know. Uh, really? I love it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had no idea you were so into it. Yeah, I love that song. Man. That is so funny. Play... It really does sound punky to me. It's just it's it's the last one I would expect you to love that much. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's it's got a the great vocals are great and the solo's fucking incredible. You it, like, goes, it goes heavy in the solo, dude. You like Cyanakodori a lot too, right? Yeah. I love Cyanakodori. Well, yeah, I think you that. just like punk music. You just don't like punk vocalists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced of it now. Yeah, it's hard to uh, ask me what punk band I listen to for. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, actually, I, I, I get what, what is it. your favorite punk band ever? Like the one that you would listen to the most. I don't even know. Like I, the only one I'd ever listen to, and it's. You ever listen to Suicide? I didn't listen to punk that much. Even when I skated, it was always like heavier stuff than punk. About like there Day. was, there was like like Black Flag. Yeah, uh, Dead Kennedys and I mean shit like that, but I was never I was always into like suicidal tendencies there, and Faith No More mm-hmm. and just like heavier shit. I would count suicidal as punk band. They were majority yeah. of the time they were punk. Yeah, they're, they're maybe I just punk. don't know what punk is. Yeah, suicidal. <laughs> it's a pretty I, that's why I early, it. early they were, then they went to like thrash, and that's the shit I listen. Yeah, to. they're on the mm-hmm. edge. They're on the edge, but they're yeah. ha- they have that punk attitude. I listened to suicidal right. tendencies also. I thought they were like one a very underrated punk band because of how fucking skilled the guitarist was. You know, uh, you ever listen to uh, Anti Flag? Yes. No. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. They're pretty heavy too. Sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. There's some good punk bands out there, but like I Definitely. agree with you in essence, like that there is like if you don't like that the whiny vocals, a lot of yeah. that genre is comprised of that. I'm gonna go request a bunch of punk on Ryan's stream. <laughs> I mean, would you consider best. offspring punk? Because they're kind yes. of they, they have punk in them. Uh the beginning yeah. stuff was I like offspring. I love the offspring. But uh, especially the first two albums. I can't hardly stand hearing the dude sing anymore. It drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, because he's he's really got that going on. Yeah. I heard a song just recently. I had the radio on because my phone died, and it wouldn't uh, charge for some reason. So I was 
caught listening to radio and it was like the offspring came on. I'm like, Oh shit, I forgot about this song. I can't remember which one it was, <laughs> but it was like a really good story throughout the song. I was like, man, they used to write badass lyrics. What happened? <laughs> do they not right. anymore? I do. Yeah. I, I it do got kind bad think about them like that. Like yeah. I, even like, even their popular ones, like self esteem is like, I love the lyrics. That song. I, no, that's a great lyric song. I, that's what I'm talking about. Those were, that's one of their older ones. If you listen to, there was another one though, where he's like telling a story throughout it. It's, it, it was a hit, but I can't remember the name of the song. I always forget the name of it. And I was like, God damn, these lyrics are actually really good because I remember listening to like a newer offspring, like two thousands, you know? And I'm like, this mm -hmm. is the worst lyrics ever. How do you go from this to this? What, what happened mm -hmm. to the lyric writing process? <laughs> Just like went to shit. Oh, that's how I felt about green day too. Like when they went into their whole like political sphere, when I was just like, damn dude, I, I really thought the liked lyrics that they were really like when life. you're saying about masturbating. Yeah. Like give me, <laughs> Why he was very clever. All day. He's very clever. They got old, dude. They got old. He's very I know, clever. I, I like I immature music when I was an immature kid. I've grown yeah. up, so I don't like that shit. Well, was it? It's, is it is American it, like, Idiot had good lyrics, though. though. I thought American I, Idiot was good lyrics. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not about. saying that. Like, they're, it's not like they were poorly written. It's just that, like, I hated the the shift to like, okay, now we're going to sing about politics all the time, type of thing. But you know, that's just me. I don't really like my politics getting involved in my music most of the time. Uh, yeah, but if the music's really good, I don't know. Is it? Was American Idiot really good? I, mean, I thought I, it was. I, I thought I, it was okay. I thought it was a really well produced record, really well mixed. Really, it was good. Yeah, like, cause I could give it, it those things. I, I, you could argue that it was least yeah. punk for sure, because yeah. it's definitely on a hard rock. But if you listen to the drum sounds on that album, they're so fucking good. And then the album before it, too, Shenanigans and uh. Warning. I was a huge Green Bay fan. I mean, a Green Day fan. I was like, that was my favorite band, like, of all time when I was a teenager. I listened to Green Day mm -hmm. nonstop, like, the there you go. first EPs Greg and stuff. The, sorry, but, Greg uh, brought the, the music from my youth. The Minor Threat, Black Flag, Bad Brains, Circle Jerks, Subhumans. Yeah, all that stuff. Bad Brains mm -hmm. was, they were heavy, though, right? They almost were damn near metal at points. Yeah, like, these were, like, the hardcore, like, on the cuff, right. hardcore punk bands, you know? It was, yeah. uh... That's what the whole hardcore thing came in, you know. Little surfers. Uh, I yeah, know. I mean, I feel like a lot of these bands, like at least for me personally, like they have a few songs that, like, I, I'm like, yeah, it's a really cool song, and then you listen to the rest of the album, and there's a lot of film going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, with yeah, a lot of the punk genre in general. Mm. Rotten Grafty, by the way, is a great band that has a lot of punk stuff in it, but it's really good. Thanks for bringing that up, Dragonfly. This is one of my favorite so far out of the Japanese scene. I, I really want to check out more. I keep meaning to do so, but every song I've checked out are so good. So good. I love it. But I was uh, trying to remember Dragonfly who requested them, but Rotten Grafty is really good. You guys should check that band out. Yeah, they are. Right. Yeah. Cool. I checked them out too. Cool. They're so fun, man. They're so fun. They're such a good band. But anyways, back to Bandmade. Um, so... Uh, yeah, interesting enough, uh, they played that at the show. Then the next show they played, they did not play the new song. So I, I just wonder, I mean, here's the thing that we're going to do. And <laughs> think of the people that were going to the next show, like, oh, we're going to hear the new song. They just did. That <laughs> makes it so people are like, fuck, maybe I should go to both shows because you never mm -hmm. know what you're going to get. Yeah. Literally, Good they're going to do whatever they, they want. They Unleash in that spot instead. Wow. 23 songs though they get their full 23 set list over there in japan we get like 19 that's still pretty good ryan 
for oh, yeah, it's fine. I'm not complaining about it. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying it's just they always play a little more over there, which is fine. I do find weird. it weird how how these bands choose their set lists. Like I, I think about this all the time every time that I hear that they shift like a song in or a song out, and it's like Unleashed to me would be a song that I would assume that they would just be playing at every show. You know, they don't they didn't play much of the uh oh. I'm trying to think that the EP they play they featured hate you know with the with the guitar and, and bass solos in the middle of it but they didn't play I think no influencer played, oh, they didn't play influencer they didn't play since see it it is interesting like uh, so Which wasn't part of that but yeah I do love so like I'm on I'm I'm just I'm not even saying that this is good or bad I'm just like batting this around in my head because I was thinking about this when I saw Blackpink and I told you guys the story about how they were choosing between two of their most popular songs to close the show and they yeah. just weren't going to play the other one and it, it kind of threw me for a loop and now I'm realizing that this is happening a lot more often lately where I see these bands or these groups that I want to see and they don't actually play all of their like biggest hits they do I think make a conscious decision to only play them at like every other show if, if that so that people do want to see more than one one of their concerts and it's a really smart business strategy if that's why they're doing it i want to i want to hope that they that is why they're doing it because it is brilliant or maybe they're just really just playing whatever the fuck they want to maybe they're just <laughs> like maybe each member gets to choose like five songs they want to do like, <laughs> that would All be right, even cooler <laughs> these are the five songs i want to do tonight okay cool these are five i want to do tonight <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I don't think that, it's like that would that, be even but... cooler man I, I would mean, love they, for them to just be winging it like that. They ended it with no God. <laughs> uh, yeah. They did that when we saw them. Too, yeah, right? yeah, it's yep. true. Because you remember they were ending yeah. with Domination for a while, though. Uh, there yeah. was like a lot but of now, shows. The, and then they were starting with Domination. And yeah. Like, the, yeah, they don't even choose the same songs to start and end with. It's, it's, it does, it that, does keep you on your toes. Kind of what it, they say is like he, like he chooses a set list. And she feels like changing it, she changes it. Oh, Psyche chooses. So she yeah. does choose all of it. Oh, wow. nice. That's actually really cool. So she just chooses the set list and, and she just is like, you know what? We don't want to play the title track off of our most recent <laughs> album. <right? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> we just don't feel I don't feel like singing it tonight. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Which like else. again, like I'm not even mad about. Like there's something there's something <laughs> inherently funny and cool about making that decision. Yeah, so Psyche chooses all of it. That's yeah, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I mentioned they played Take Me Higher. Yeah, I see that recently. That on the that's on this list right here. It's number 13. Yep, yep, and then right played into the memorable. Wow, so banger. She chooses pretty much all the she chooses all the set lists, right? So you can kind of almost figure out like what what is her favorite songs to do, and Domination is definitely one of them, right? Because that's like on every single set list. You know, there's got to be some some you know other input from the band, but she they yeah. said. I mean, I, I, there's got to be something like oh, you know, what do you think? What do you want to end with? Whatever, but yeah, I don't know. And, and then there's for, a few that they play at like every set, right? Because like, yeah. like you said, domination they always play. I think they always play "Choose Me," right? Um, yeah, maybe those are her favorite to sing. Maybe, because hey. um, the break for Psyche is during Sayonakdori from now on, right? At nine and yeah. ten, and then does she have another break? Oh, Majnai time, be her second and then break. If, if, 
Miku plays if there's any uh you know like rocking me or whatever. Yep. You just swap it out. Maybe that's the time that Miku gets to ch choose if she wants to do a song or not. All I right. love the idea that the instrumentalists are just like, <laughs> okay, sure. You know, like they get on stage and they're like, all right, I got, and Psyche's like, okay, here's, here's what you guys are playing tonight. And they're just, okay. <laughs> all right. I, I, I guess that's what's happening. <laughs> it's got to suck if it's a song they haven't done in a while and they're like, oh shit, we, we've got to brush up on that one real quick. That's kind of like what I'm saying. Like they have been bringing some of these back from like the olden days. You know, like it seems classic. like what, what they do is if they're going to, at the, at, I don't think she makes a decision like that day. She's yeah. for the next show, you know, something she might want to do, or the, maybe they were talking about it and they decide to throw it on. But when they do sound check, they usually play songs. Or they're going to play at the next show, but they're not going to play that night. Mm. It's because there's been a lot of times people, you can hear sound check and it's like, Oh, they were playing, they were playing this, you know, so you expect to see it. And then maybe you don't hear that song, but then they'll play it at the next show. <clears throat> expect they use sound check to, to work on something they, they just need to work on or, refresh their memories of how a song goes all right any other bandmate news you want to talk about Ryan, or anything else from the concerts no, no, just that uh i mean they're the next the next show the 22nd they would take another break right now oh that's kind of weird but uh, they got 22nd 23rd and 30th they're playing uh back in japan um okayama hiroshima takamatsu Matsuyama, then into October. Of course, when I'm there in September, they're not going to be playing. So, you know. Oh, that sucks. Hey. Typically, what I do, apparently, I go to Japan when they're not playing any shows. Ah, uh, <laughs> so you make to you, man. <laughs> yes. so, so, their last show for the year, it looks like so far, is October 25th, then at Nagoya, Aichi, Japan. What I'm November here. 26th is Yokohama. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So they so they're they're playing all the way up till the year's end, pretty much. That's that's crazy. They've been playing a lot this year. I wonder what they're gonna do next year if they're gonna take a break from all the touring. I know this is for their like tenth anniversary, right? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. I I, I do wonder. Two days after I leave. <laughs> <laughs> but just extend your stay to two yeah, more days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's if you get in, right? You got to do the whole lottery and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you have to have a ticket. Oh, look, has you can leave reviews for the concert. Made, has Bandmade ever dropped a song without some sort of like EP uh, following it? You like Shambles? Or are you saying yeah. you, think, you think that's an indicator that there's an EP coming up? Yeah. I won't um, ask. Well, the, I mean, the sense they had that is like three, you know, that three song. Yeah single thing it wasn't really an ep that's, well that's what i mean like a single with like two like other just a song type thing and nothing else well it's like um so they did it with different right and they did it with sense and i'm wondering if they're planning on releasing like you know another three song ep at this point that's gonna have this new one shambles and like a third song oh, that we haven't oh, heard maybe. about yet Because that would be cool. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't really expect them to just drop like a, a music video and then like another track that they've yeah, been writing Hibana, and have nothing to put it on. Yeah, because Hibana came out and that was tied to his anime, right? And yeah, and, and that, that was, was on, on the same one with Corallium and uh, Sense, right? 
Right. So yeah, it could definitely be one. Yeah. Hmm. So about us was uh WB says about us was a single, but did about us not have other songs attached to the single when when it drops? <laughs> that was before my time as a bandmate fan. No, Habana was for a game. That's right. My bad. But it was on that tr- that that three song or four yeah, song yeah, tra- yeah. Uh, um, EP. So like yeah. to me, that's like you know they, I, I I think they would have something, even if it's not like a full like you know eight ten song album, maybe like a three song thing. Yeah, for sure. Or a brand new double album. Brand new only music. <laughs> double album. <laughs> Bandmade's the only band that like I can be. I'm not. Take your time with the next album. Like, we have a lot of songs <laughs> right. to listen to. It's one of those bands I would never complain about not putting out music. Put Until out it becomes so three much. years, and then you're like, uh, I'd give them a, happened? I'd actually give them a six year pass at this point. Six. I would give them a six year pass. <laughs> if I'm comparing it to like the standards of Maximum the Hormone, I would give them a six year pass. You know, if <laughs> they waited six years to come out with an album, I'd be okay with it. I don't think like, anybody should be held up to the maximum hormone standards. <laughs> I, I can, Alan from an MTH standard, yes, Dan. <laughs> I mean, would you be mad if Bandmate took six years to come out with another album? I mean, they have so many yes. songs. You would be. I, I, would, I, I, would, I would not I, be happy. I, I don't it. know what I would, I would. I would be disappointed. Let's just say that. But I don't I, think they, they would be able to stand waiting that long just too much. But they'd be live all the time. They'd be doing concerts. You know, there is going to come a point. I do think there will be a point where they're just like, we're going to wait a few years. Yeah, probably. But I, I think that they're still on the uptick, you know? Yeah. And that's mm. after you hit your plateau. What they, if they, they don't they feel they like they're on off, uptick? Take time off from concerts rather than recording. Yeah. I think, who knows? I, they might go hard on concerts next year. We just say fuck recording. No, oh, well, they just no, came I don't out think they a, can do that. They just nope. they just played a new <laughs> single. Never mind. Yeah. They just played a new Konami single. is so. just constantly writing, bro. I don't. She would have to do something with that stuff. Yeah, and they just released the song live. I wonder when they worked on it. Like, when did they sit down and practice that song? And get that ready. On the tour bus, man. Yeah. yeah. Lots of writing around. So on tour is like really fun to write. In my opinion, I get a lot of writing done. I used to when I would be on tour touring, because you could be it's just, just tough in the with the drummer. Car. Just, yeah, with the drummer, like that's the part that I'm wondering. But you get most of the song written out. You know, yeah. you can get most of it. Written the, out. Dude, the guitarists, the bassists, the singers, you can write all that stuff in in a mm-hmm. tour bus, like while you're going from town to town, and it is pretty fun. It, it feels like a different experience, honestly. But the drummer is always just like sitting there, like, okay, I guess I'll, I'll try this when we have space. I mean, they aren't they aren't inept at creating beats in, <laughs> on pads or you know whatever. Of course, still figure out patterns and stuff. Yeah, but, it but it's always going to be different. Yeah, when you get behind a kit and sort it out. You know, when you're like, especially if you have one of those drummers in your band that has like a 15 piece set set and it's like <laughs> they're only using one, you know, their two hands and the fucking pad in front of them. For sure. going to be a different Like song. these last two songs I just wrote was literally in an airport when sitting down. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. doing nothing. Like, I don't, there's something about traveling, like frees your mind for some reason. Like you kind of forget about the responsibilities that are at home, you know? like family stuff because you're on the road you're focused on being on the road and playing shows 
So you're like in the music. You're just nonstop thinking. It's just something to me, at least. It feels I think good. That's exactly. I think you explained that perfectly. That's exactly what it is. It's like when you know that there's nothing that you could do about what's happening back at home, like yeah. your daily responsibilities. Yes. Then there's no reason for you to think about it. So well, you can immerse yourself in whatever's going on outside of it. It's kind of like what we were just talking about in the beginning of this podcast. Uh, uh, before we started, like I come to Eric's to do this podcast. It's so much different doing the podcast in another place than at my house. <laughs> it's that kind of effect, you know? Yeah, All definitely. Right. For sure. And it's why when you do start working at home, it's actually so difficult. You, know, yeah. like you think it's going to be so much easier, but it's like so much harder to keep schedule. Yeah. It's yeah we're we're trained we were trained like that you know since to do work when you're away from home yeah exactly mm-hmm. so it's just ingrained it's hard to break the habit since yeah. you saw your parents do it and other people around them do it and it's yeah it's hard to break it maybe off. i need to get like a little time clock and stick it on the outside of my door here so when i walk in it's like Hunk, all right time to go to work and yeah know, <laughs> get, get that mind that click in my mind turn that button on like hey here's well, do some shit well the biggest thing is telling people not to bother you while you're working for some mm. reason, my wife just like wants to ask me questions right when I'm like falls deep into trying to get some work done. And I'm like, but it breaks your concentration. You're like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> but then you feel rude and you don't want to be rude. Right. So you're like, I need to focus on what I'm doing. But mm-hmm. right. any closing yeah. thoughts on uh band maybe before we bring in our guests, talk about the baby metal concerts. No, man, I'm just happy that they're with all this crazy amount of touring they're doing that they they're finding time to just keep making new music and share it. It's awesome. Hell yeah. Cool. And I do, I I was just like, just messed around earlier, guys. I feel like Bandmade is definitely going to be releasing a tons, like more music. They're going to definitely be releasing way more. I know they're writing like crazy. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Oh. Like I said, I would not be surprised if we got another three song EP before then later. Yeah. Why are you so far away from your mic? <laughs> I'm waiting for the guests to come on. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be right back. We are back. We are back. We got Kobe We're here. Back. He's going to give us a little review of the Dallas and Houston show. Did I get that uh, right? Yeah. Thank you, Kobe. Before you jump into that, do you want to tell us anything about yourself? Like, uh, what? Do you, you love baby metal? What's your favorite? Oh. <laughs> yeah, baby metal, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, cool shirt. Yeah, I met I met Alan editing videos for him and did the monochrome video, which is like my favorite thing I've ever done. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a guy that did the did the monochrome and Attack on Titan. I can't remember what else. I think it was just those two, right? Was it, no, band no, you made. did the band made one too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did a great job on those videos, man. Really. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, they look they look <clears throat> awesome. Um all right, man. Well, let's just get into it. So you went to Dallas first, and then you went to Houston next, right? Or yeah, Houston and then Dallas. Houston and Dallas. All right, well, tell us, tell us about your experience. Well, it's the first time I've seen them, like, headlining a show. Um, previously, we saw them in Vienna and, like, Berlin, and it was opening for Sabaton, so it was kind of short. But this time, it was, like, the full experience of... I can't remember how many songs it was like. Yeah, 10 I was about to ask. Oh, so it was like ten or eleven. That's way more than what we got. We got like eight yeah, songs yeah, 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 in yeah. Berlin, I think, or not Berlin. I think it was um, like seven. Austria, seven. Yeah, it was just seven, I think. But it was awesome because the thing that I think everyone was looking forward to was like 
which ones are they going to play? And of course they're going to play Metalli. And what's that going to be like live? Mm. And it was, it was incredible. It was amazing. <laughs> you know, like Magitsune is always one that gets the crowd super pumped up. And that one, God, it, it equals it in a lot of ways. It was awesome. Okay. But I don't, did, did we even talk about like how you guys felt? I don't remember talking to you guys about how we felt about that song. That was that's the one with Tom Morello, right? Yeah, we yeah. did. We had a yeah, lot. We talked of, about it. Yeah, we okay, definitely we talked about because, it because we did a we we actually watched it. Like right, like we yeah. watched it and talked about uh, how much uh, Tom was actually doing in the song. Yeah, we yeah we discussed what we thought. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so how much? So, so, oh, go ahead. So Kobe, yeah, like how was it obvious that like Tom Morello was not involved since he like wasn't on stage with them while they played it or was it, how did they integrate that into the show? I don't know. I think that those guys are so amazing. It's like, you couldn't tell, you know, like they can, the way that they can play the same way that the, like the Eastern comedy band can, they were nailing it with Tom Morello parts and they actually did their solo like when they started Metalli, they had their whole solo section there beforehand. So right. you got to see everyone kind of go crazy. And then the song starts and it was, it was amazing. Cause in Dallas, Sue comes out and she's like, does everyone know this music? Like she knows everyone does and everyone's about to get crazy. <laughs> and so by the time it gets to the solo, I don't, I mean, I barely remember. We were just jumping like crazy. So did they play the Tom Morello solo or was it a backing track? At the end of the good song, question. at the end, I don't know. I don't remember. Sometimes you just black out from enjoying it's, it. It really is a blur sometimes. It's like a dream, and you're just, it's over, and you're like, what did I even just witness? But while you're there, you're just so engaged in it. I'd have to, I'd have to go back and look at some of the cams. Yeah, I was about to say, there's probably a lot of fan cams out there. I wonder, are, there, oh, are they yeah. blocking people and taking those down, or are they actually letting them stay up? I haven't. I don't know. I haven't seen them block anything. I put a short video up and everything's fine. I think someone put like the full concert of Houston up. Oh, wow. I don't know if it's still around. Yeah. 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 Cause I know, I know Bay Metal's a little bit more stricter with those kind of things. So I wasn't sure if they're allowing that or, or uh, stopping it from going up and stuff. Hmm. All right. So it's Medley... possible with enough time that they'll start taking it down after enough shows are popping up, you know, cause something, right. here's something interesting is that me and another person noticed that since that very first show, our baby metal views have gone down by like half and we don't know why, but it's something I'm guessing it's something to do with the fact that they're like flooding YouTube with all these new songs. Both of us have like seen it go down significantly. Wait, what, ha what's said again? What, you, what views are going down? So like on our, me and uh, someone else, our YouTube channels where we have a bunch of YouTube videos, when we're looking at like what our views are each day, as soon oh. as that first concert happened, it takes this huge dip down like halfway down because I'm, you know, wow. there's no telling how the algorithm works, but there's a lot of baby metal videos now. Oh, okay. So like, so other baby metal content is probably being pushed because it's newer. That makes total yeah. sense. No, that normally does happen. It's normally what, when the artist drops a new song, all of a sudden some of your older videos get a push. Um, that happens too. That makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. All right, so what was your, what was the standouts of the show? Um, bmc that was when they started playing bmc the crowd went insane because the crowds that at <laughs> houston so and dallas were amazing 
you yeah. know, and like everyone, I was, I was close to the front for both shows. And so everyone that was like packed in around me were huge fans. You could tell. And so when BMC started, I mean, everyone lost their minds. And then when it gets to the part where Sue's rapping yeah. and then like it drops back in, I just remember everyone like jumping at the same time, <laughs> you know, and like, it's like, it's like just this wave, you know, after enough time when everyone gets pressed in together and you just don't care it, it was amazing that and Metalli were that, I mean, that song is so much fun because everyone, it, you know, exactly bad, what to do. You know, you just, wish I, wish I, wish I. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably cool. insane seeing it live. Cause I haven't seen, I haven't heard it live yet. So was there a big difference between the audio recording and the live version? Uh, I think the biggest difference is the Momo part in the middle. It gets extended a little bit, and then she does the crazy scream of like, are you ready? And then that's when the music drops back in, which actually works better than the studio version. It just kind of comes in out of nowhere. So is it sure normal metal or that. a backing track? Because that was like I don't know for sure, things. but it, it sounds like a backing track. Okay. Both her part and that. Hmm. I mean, we hmm. could compare audio yeah. from the shows and find out for sure if it's like the exact same like the kabuki like yeah, kabuki yeah, yeah vocal part sounds like a backing track that's mm -hmm. even in the chat they're saying that yeah okay huh. so it looks like they're saying dallas and houston was the same set list set list mm -hmm. so we had a uh, babe metal death yeah. into gimme chocolate papaya distortion i wasn't expecting distortion for some reason bmc yeah. maya monochrome metally i love that three m's in a row and then they proceeded by a Kami band solo. So the Kami band had like their own spotlight again, finally. Yeah, kind that, of thing. That, that was right before Metali started. They did their solo intro. Oh, okay. With like this, with like the Shamasin was playing and they're just taking turns going nuts. Um, I forgot the other highlight was as we're standing there, someone turns around and shows me their phone. And it's a photo that someone has taken of the stage and zoomed in and you see the headbanger mic stand mm -hmm. sort of sitting over the edge. And, it, and I was just like, oh, my God, we're going to hear headbanger, maybe a Momo banger, probably not, but definitely <laughs> yeah. a headbanger, which is something I, I don't know. I didn't think I would see that for some reason. Yeah. So amazing. you guys saw that you saw like the, <laughs> the, the stand off to the so, side. Yeah. Someone it seemed like someone up high had like taken a pic and zoomed in and, and it's just like, <laughs> here we go. Here we fucking go. Yeah. Awesome. For those that don't know, they have like the microphone with a stick at the end. Right. For headbanger specifically. Yeah. I wonder if we will get a Momo banger, though. Of her and meaning guys, for those that don't know, the member will sing Headbanger themselves, right? We've seen that with Moa and Yui. And I wonder if they'll do that. And it's normally on their birthday, right? I'm not yeah, mistaken. they did it on their on their 15th birthday because that's kind of how what they're saying in the song. And then Moa did it on her 20th birthday and they changed the lyrics to be like a 20th, uh, like a 20 year old thing. And so I feel like they have to. It, they might save it for one of the bigger shows in Europe or maybe even the tour finale in Japan. I was saying Japan. They would definitely save it yeah. for Japan, probably. Did they mm. have any of them been in the States? I don't think they have, right? For the headbangers? No. No, they were all in Europe or Japan. Mm. All right, man. Mm. I uh, just, by the way, I just checked out the Metal Ear performance from uh, last night. Which was, is that the one that you went to? No, that was in Orlando. I didn't go to Orlando. Okay. Uh, the Orlando one. I was just, uh, so they did have the uh, guitarist playing the Tom Morello solo. That's cool. The, 
at the end, but it was interesting how they did it because everybody was on the stage and there was a screen with Tom Morello playing, right? Like, yeah, just from the music video. But the guitarist that was actually playing the solo stepped away from the stage. He was like on the side of the screen. Interesting. To almost give like Tom Morello the uh, <laughs> the credit, I guess, while it was happening. But you could see him on the fan cam I was watching. You could see him kind of like just playing that. Yeah. Was it was it the guitarist on the left or the right of the stage? The if you're looking at it, the right. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. Yeah, the one on the left CJ. was right next to the bassist, and they mm-hmm. were just like headbanging along with the chords mm-hmm. that they were playing. But you could see the other one just like sneaky, sneaky in the corner, just like it in the high. <laughs> he rules. What was the better performance for you, Dallas or Houston? Dallas. What was it yeah, about Dallas? It? The girls seemed like they were having more, f- like they were having more fun than I've ever seen them have. You oh, know, like cool. yeah, during the Magitsune part. Um, where you know sue still has the mask and then her and moa always do something i'm almost positive that what they did was they all suddenly did a rock paper scissors and i didn't see who won but they do that (laughs) and then they go like running off you know and onto either side to start getting everyone pumped up it was great i've seen that in a live footage where they do the rock paper scissors i didn't realize that's what it's for right there's i'm pretty sure it's a clip where they're doing that i'll also know like uh, Sue so will go like go behind the mask and make faces and stuff. People mm-hmm. have caught that, but they always mess with each other on stage. <laughs> yeah, in Houston, Moa just did this huge like hair flip, and then Momo starts laughing. Like I'm guessing that, except for maybe the rock paper scissors, they have no idea what each other's gonna do. And <laughs> Moa's cool. just trying to make people crack up, you know. Um, nice. Jim Jim said there's a rumor that Sue has been sick on this tour. Any sign of that, or sounds like a no? Based on her voice, I would say no. Based on her inner, no, nah, I would, I would be surprised. She was like going all in, and it seems like she's actually really starting to connect with the, the crowd in the front a lot more, as opposed to really just like focusing on everyone in the back and everyone up in the the balcony and stuff like that. Because I remember in Vienna, <laughs> it was impossible to get like her attention, you know, no matter what you did. Mm. I was gonna say because in Vienna, it we could. It sucked being up front, to be honest. It was kind of weird. It was cool, but like there was such a gap, a huge gap and barrier in between. Yeah. So and they were it, a lot higher there too. And Here, they were a lot it, higher. It felt a lot more intimate because they were just like right there. Gotcha. All right. So hopefully it'll be a little, little bit better in New York City. That's when I'll be seeing them next. Um, are you going well, to more? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to. I think. 10 more shows for the rest of the year. <laughs> 10 <laughs> more? Fuck. Did not hear. That was the last number I expected you to say. Right yeah, now. that's a lot, man. There's uh, maybe maybe five in the US tour and five in the, the European tour. I'm, I'm trying to get a ticket to Wolverhampton because it's supposed to be like the smallest venue. Oh, wow. And I'm I maybe in communication with someone about getting a VIP ticket. So that would be awesome. Oh, nice. oh so you're going back to Europe to see more Babe Metal over there. Yeah, I'm going back to Vienna. I don't know if you remember when we were there, we were joking about, oh, let's go back. I want to go back so bad. There's no <laughs> you one. did. You're, yeah. you're basically Grateful Deading. Yeah, baby pretty metal much. Right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, see, you got to go the, to the Nebraska one. You got to check them all off the list. You know, you got to go to every <laughs> single concert. <laughs> Was that one on a Saturday? Because if it is, I, I could know. maybe do it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when it is. but So are you going to the New York City one? No. Okay. Mm. It's a little too far. 
Europe's no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, my next one's Toronto, yeah. Toronto, and um, and after that, Vegas, Vegas, yeah. I, I, can, mm. I unfortunately couldn't go to Vegas because of aftershock. Uh, by the way, guys, you can win free passes to Sea Bay Metal because they are playing at aftershock. I keep forgetting that I'm going to see them there also. Uh, we're giving away <laughs> two four day passes, guys. Um, all the details are in the description uh, for how to win those. All right, man. Uh, any other things about the show that you want to tell us about the shows? I mean, they're just bringing it so hardcore. Like every song, Road of Resistance was re like at the shows that I was at, people were like, they made a wall of death. I look back and one of the guys that we were with, he's running around with an SG flag, like getting everyone separated. And then I wasn't paying attention once everything happened because we were all just sort of like bumping into each other. Um, and then it was, I think it was really cool when Headbanger started because once she started singing, everyone realized what was happening. You could hear the crowd just start like screaming, you know, because I think a lot of people know that song. And even all the Death Clock people that were there, who we were talking to afterwards, all of them were just like, okay, that was pretty awesome. Oh, that's Maybe cool. I need to check that's them cool. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is awesome to hear. That's a question I have for you. So, at all these Bay Metal ones you went to, Bay Metal was headlining, and not Death Clock, right? Or did Death Clock yeah. headline one of those shows? I mean, they're, they're playing the same length, but uh, oh, Baby Metal was playing second, yeah. I think it's both about an hour, maybe a little bit longer for Baby Metal. Okay, so the set doesn't change depending on opener then. It's about the same no matter what? I'd have to double check because in Orlando, I think they played first. I'm actually, I don't know. I'd have to double yeah, check. Chat, if you know, let us know. Same. Okay, so it seems like the people that are there for uh, death, uh, for the other band, are getting into the other band. Like the people that are there for Death Clock are enjoying Baby Metal, and the people that are enjoying Baby Metal are, are actually enjoying Death Clock. Um, uh -oh. the people that the, <laughs> the baby the Baby Metal people that I were with, they was they weren't like super into Death Clock, but. Uh, I think with Death Clock, it's a thing where you you really have to watch the show to get the context because you're not there to see the band like they're in silhouette the whole time. You're really mm. supposed to be watching the screen uh. and experiencing that as if it's the band. And so for me, I'm like, I'm enjoying the music, but I'm just like it. It's just it doesn't have any like sort of connection. So I'm going to watch mm. the show and really try to like get the context of what's going on because there was a guy behind me in Houston, who was just having the time of his life, you know, and he was, he would like whisper to me, he's about this song that's about to happen. And I'm like, that sounds insane. And then you see it happening on the big screen. And it's like, these people have no fear whatsoever. They talk about the craziest <laughs> stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 If you're squeamish, uh, just prepare yourself for that show. If you're going to watch it from the back. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never really watched death clock. So I don't know if I'll get like half of the stuff that, other people would it's get out of it. Metalocalypse is the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Adult Swim. They're loud. They are so loud. <laughs> bring, yeah, bring earplugs. I swear, if you don't bring earplugs, you're gonna get. Brutalized. I mean, I their whole do. gimmick on the show is just that they're like the most metal that they could possibly be. Like, it's all they care about. They just want to be as metal as possible. Yeah. So I remember uh, seeing it being really loud. It's not shocking. I remember seeing an episode where. I do remember seeing something, If correct me if this is wrong, where they throw a symbol up to the crowd and cut somebody's head off or something. 
Right. Sounds perfectly normal. Yeah, I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the only thing That's... I remember from uh, Metal Eclipse. I, mean, I never watched the show really. I think it's I think it's easy to watch because it's one of those shows that had like it was like ten minutes long, like the Adult Swim shows, and I think there's only two seasons. And they're coming out with a movie. That's why they're doing this. You know, the guy behind me, he got me invested because he was like, this is a very rare experience to be able to see Death Clock. They don't tour very much. The last time I saw them was like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so all the, all the people that are there, it's like a really big deal. Yeah. Would you say, how about Death Clock fans liking baby metal? Is there any like crossover there? Yeah. Yeah. There was There was a couple in Houston that was behind us. Then we ran into them at the after party and they were really getting into it. And I also saw them at the hotel and I was like sending them videos. I was like, watch this, watch this, you know, get ready for the next show that you go to. So they were, yeah, they were good. Someone just said, bought some proper eargasm earplugs. Yes. Yeah, I had those too. And like, thank God. Those are the ones I told you to get, right? The Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. They're the, they're the best because they don't like plug up your ear and make the bass all loud. You know, they actually like, yeah, you get a really consistent sound. They're awesome. Hey, Eargasm, you should uh, sponsor us. <laughs> I know. How, how many yeah. times have you mentioned I've them? gotten so many people to buy them, and they love them. So, like, I was like, man, I probably should, like, hit them up for a sponsor. <laughs> but it's, they work, though. They're, like, 50 bucks, and they, they're legit. Not sponsored by them, but they're, they work really well. It doesn't, like, really impede on the sound at all, in my opinion. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, I've because like again in Vienna, I I was like these aren't working. It sounds too good, and then I took them out right when Sabaton had some explosions going on. Oh and yeah, I was like, okay, they they are working. <laughs> like, yeah. Holy shit. yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you have them in, you're like, right, do I have earplugs in? Because I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Uh, yeah, uh, Jim, they do have different sizes. If you have problems keeping them in your ear, they do have large, medium, and small for those. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm weird. I have to get like a large and a medium because one canal's bigger than the other. Because <laughs> I would have one like fall out in one side. It's so annoying. But all right, man. Anything else you want to tell us about the concert and anything like that? Why should people? Why people should go? Or yeah, I mean, every everyone that I talk to, it's just they say it's like a life changing experience, and it really is. Go. Everyone there is so cool and awesome. Everyone's helping each other out. Two shows that I was at, it was so hot outside and people were buying cases of water, handing out snacks to each other. And um, it's just like the sense of community and the fact that everyone knows all the songs and all the dances, it makes it like something I've never experienced before. <laughs> it's great. It's really great. That's the reason why like people go to concerts all over the world you see the same people because it's just so much fun no matter how many times you go yeah was it was it big difference compared to austria yeah yeah it just the fact that they you know they could play all these different songs that they might not because i i don't think they played i mean they didn't play bmc they didn't play distortion it's these songs that everyone wants to hear but maybe they're not the most popular you know what I mean? Because they're really trying to like have a feeling gain fans on the Sabaton tour. And so to have them be able to sort of breathe and play these songs, headbanger, it's it's like a totally different experience. It's like, I mean, it feels like watching one of the DVDs and you get to be there, you know? Yeah. 
That's that's great. Yeah, because I felt like the community part wasn't there at Austria, except for us when we we're all hanging out outside the venue. Once you got mm-hmm. in and you're up front, you lost everyone because uh, there was a lot of Sabaton fans. So there, yeah, there, yeah there's a lot of Sabaton fans. And Sabaton put on an amazing show. They were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I with this one, it's I guess a little bit different because they're not a supporting act. It's like co-headliners, pretty much, is what it sounds like. Yeah. And it seemed to me like it was mostly baby metal fans in the front because they they had first entry, the like the VIP, they they had like the highest priority, but also I think they're the ones who are just like so used to going to these shows they just have to get to the front. Whereas Death Clock's just like happy that it's even happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else you want to say before I let you go here? I think that's it. All right. Well. Thanks for coming along, Kobe. Yeah, appreciated man. the stories. Thank you for having me. Heck yeah. All right, guys. We'll be right back. All right. Oh, what the heck happened here? I thought I was ready. <laughs> it went south real fast. Uh-oh. It's, it's Inception. It's Inception. It's okay. Enjoy the Inception guy. There, oh, that kind of worked. Kind of didn't. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Figured <laughs> it out. Woo! Well done. Yeah. That's the fastest transition ever. No? <laughs> what do you guys think? Well, while we're on concerts, good. guys, I want to talk about the Sim concert because we completely forgot to talk about last week. And um, I got to do my first wall of death. It's fucking no. amazing. Oh, good. How did you um, feel the day after? It was great. I, I was scared as fuck. I didn't know what to expect. So Ma from Sim goes up on stage and I was like waiting for this moment. I was going to record the whole concert for everyone. I don't know why I decided to do that at my first Sim concert, but I did anyways. I recorded most of them except for the last two songs. Then I saw him start going like this, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, put my phone down, shoved it in my pocket. I'm like, I'm doing this one because I've never done one before. So I was really fucking excited to do it. I was like, <laughs> hell yes. And the mosh pit was going crazy the entire concert. And because yeah. the first two bands before it, it was, they were all right. But when Sim came on, they just like crushed it. But anyways, so I go over there and I just see the crowd splitting and it's like jam packed, super fucking packed. And I'm in the front of the line. So it was the most scariest thing ever because you're, I'm just staring straight at uh, all these people and we're ready to just like fucking rush at each other. I'm like, is this like a battle, like a battlefield. Is this going to be like a football like thing? You know, linebackers like running into each other. I didn't know what to expect. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I said I'm gonna do it at least once, so I'm like, all right, training this my whole life. <laughs> but then we like all just ran at each other, and as we're running into each other, the weirdest thing happened. As soon as we clash, we kind of like it. We just do a soft like clash, and then it starts circling immediately. I knew it. But it was that. like the it was fucking huge. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as big as the Lamb of God mosh pit, but pretty fucking close pretty fucking close and then of course there's people on top balconies just filming the whole thing it was crazy yeah. i couldn't even believe we're we're like 
backing up, packing each other, like to the back. I felt bad for anybody that was on the rail to like the right and left. And I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> we completely crushed them. There was so many people at that venue. It was a packed show. And um, they just they just crushed it. It was <laughs> Dude, phenomenal. Japanese pits are so much different than the American <sighs> band pits. Dude, when they came... Like, you know if, if American band did that and they did the wall of death, they'd be flailing their arms and kicking their feet and shit. People are getting clotheslined as they go into each other. Well, but they just, like, gently turn it into a circle pit. And you gotta remember, though, this is a lot of Americans, too, for the show, so... Oh, I, yeah, I know, but they know. They know what to they do. Know. Right? Yeah, they like, know, yeah, they know what to do. They, they know how to handle this. That's true, that's true. And it was crazy because... So when they come out, you know, most bands have their backing tracks and stuff, which is cool. Uh, the first band had it. They didn't really have a basis, and they were all right. I forgot where they're from. They weren't from. They're from Europe. Um, they were pretty solid. And then we had this other band that came up that was like your kind of like emo something. Rain was in the title of their band. You know what I'm talking about? Like uh, it's like more like the poppy kind of stuff. And it was okay. It was okay. But like Sim went on and like. Mob for one, he's just like ripping into the crowd. He called all the Americans like, "Oh, is this a tiny circle?" He's making fun of the mosh pit and stuff. He's all like, "I thought things were big in America." Where's like, it's nice. just like he had just his attitude the entire time, but it was like a funny attitude, and he's just like talking shit about everybody in the crowd. Um, he was uh, there was one point where he was telling everybody uh, Japanese words, but telling them the wrong definition to it. He'd be like, "Oh, it means fuck you." <laughs> It's like, oh, he's saying thank you in Japanese, but he's telling everybody that it meant fuck you. So he's all like, and everybody was just laughing. So he's just trolling the entire crowd the entire time. So when he called the circle pit, like, small, it was a giant fucking pit from there on out. It never got small again. Because at first, just like a tiny contained one, and it just stretched after he, like, called everybody out. It was it was pretty hilarious. So... What I was going to say, though, is when they went on stage, you know, all these bands before had backing tracks with, like, extra backing vocals and shit. And Sim comes out, they bring out their keyboards, you know, because we hear a lot of, like, synths and stuff in it. And they might have had some backing tracks, maybe not, but you could tell the difference. You really could. I was like, because you got to compare it right to the two bands before, you know, where the two bands before was, like, it was, like, too polished, you know, it was like it was too good. And then Sim came out and it was still too good, but it was like organic as fuck. Like you felt all the hits and the power from the drums. There was no like uh, significant drum samples in there. And on top of it, the guitarists and bassists are madmen. They're like nonstop somersaults during like chugs with their instruments, just going insane. So like you felt the energy off the stage. You could just feel it. And it made sense why that mosh pit just kept going on and on and on. And I'm pretty sure they're like in their 50s, guys. And they're doing like <laughs> somersaults and just jumping around the entire stage. It was it was awesome. I highly recommend to go to a fucking sim concert. It is the most energy I've seen from a band in a long fucking time. Like that. Like just pure raw energy just going insane. It's like that's their version of a showmanship, you know? Every band has their thing, and that's their thing. They just they bring a lot of energy. And, then, of course, when you get to the reggae parts, you, like, go from a mosh pit into, like, you're dancing with everybody, <laughs> which, was, which was badass, which is badass. That's why I was really disappointed with the new Sim song after, like, seeing them live and being blown away. And then I heard the new yeah. song, and I'm like, ah, 
But it was so cool. It was a you guys got to go see Sim. I'm telling you, their tickets are so cheap. Um, it shouldn't even be that cheap. And they made new fans that night, 100, because a lot of them were there for another band. And I'm gonna, I always forget the name. And it's one of Frank's, uh, our drummer's favorite band. And I always forget the name of them. Oh well, I left after Sim. <laughs> I left after Sim. They just like they were really good. I probably should have stayed for the last band, but uh, um. I was with someone they wanted they had to get going, so we didn't stay for the last part. But uh were you concerned after you heard the first two bands that like uh oh no, maybe this whole show is gonna be like full of backing tracks? No, not really, because I like Sim, their music, so I I would have been happy with it either way, you know? Um the problem with the other bands is that they had the vocals as backing tracks. They were singing over it. But you could hear the vocals, the the recorded vocals, and like that's the most common version of backing tracks. Though, I know, it, like yes. I'm okay with in like accentuating like certain parts of the songs with backing track vocals. Like, okay, if you have an echo scream, totally get yeah. it. That's fine. That's fine. But the first band had entire scream lines as a backing track, and I'm like, it 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 doesn't really matter to be honest. But for some reason you could feel the difference. You really could. You could feel the difference between that three member band that had backing tracks compared to this four no, member it, band that use all organic tracks and keyboards. And it, it does matter. Yeah, <laughs> it does. If you can, if, if it has to be them doing it without any, without anything to back them up, then it changes how they perform. Yeah. We're it's, like talking like lead vocals were on backing track or dude. Yeah. Straight up. They're like, the it was man? like a talking part, like, eh, no, 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 like that kind of vocal track. And that's what he was going to do normally. So what I think he did was he had, we call it in the mixing, we're like enhanced layer of vocals because <laughs> mm -hmm. you know how you double track normally. So yeah. that was his way of saying he's double tracking, which is fine, but you could feel the difference. You really could yeah. compared to two mm -hmm. singers singing it at the same time. Like when Sim came on there, there was two people singing, singing, by the way, the drummer's singing. So like, he's the backup vocalist for Sim, uh, which was in, which was insane. But I, I enjoyed it. You guys should go check out Sim. I promise you will not be disappointed. Even if you don't like their music that much, they put on a fucking show. You can like just go in the balcony and watch and just feel the excitement. It's just a lot of energy. Um, nice. Miles is a great front man, man. He's a great front man. I'm telling you, one of my favorite bands I've seen so far this year live. Uh, they just, I just felt good. The entire time it was really good nice sung along with all the songs and everything it's just a different kind of a performance you know like i was i was saying before like each each band has their own thing and they have their own thing like bandmate has their own thing baby metal sim they all have their own thing and something that i noticed was like some of the the two bands before they don't have their thing yet maybe the one the rain city drive maybe they do their whole spiel was the guy wears like an over shirt thing and then he takes half of it off and then ties it up. I don't know what that was about. I didn't get it. Put it this way. I didn't get what their gimmick was. <laughs> it made no sense. <laughs> so, uh, where Sim, it was very clear, you know, what they were, mm. what he was doing. And it, it was funny. I love the trolling nature of it, but it was in like a funny way. Yeah. I think it's also important for like your lead, whoever's got the mic to have some mm -hmm. charisma and personality yeah. and show it off while they're on stage not just during the right. songs themselves but during the the parts in between to just keep the crowd engaged like what you're talking about seems like he has that that it factor mm -hmm. which i think a lot of people don't have 
you wouldn't think it either because he's a shorter guy like compared to the rest of the band but what they do is they give him this like standing box and he's like he they brought out like specific stand-on little stages his is a little bit taller so it makes sense and they make sure to like compensate for that you know to make okay. sure to make sure like he's like out there in your face you know which which was cool and it's smart smart thing to do instead of standing on the damn speakers and pissing off the sound guy but uh, <laughs> but it was, it was kind of cool because <laughs> it like goes over the speaker perfectly and um yeah he just he has the charisma 100 percent nice but sounds, like, sounds a like a good show, show. yeah uh, that's my sim review <laughs> but it was it was cool. awesome guys go see him it, who, who in the chat seen sim live at all anyone out there hmm all right I think everyone's dying on me. You guys are good? You guys okay? <laughs> We're you, guys, fine, you guys' energy so Listen to your stories. Um, all right. We, Ryan and I didn't go to any shows this last, this yeah. last week. It was all yeah. you and Kobe, so we, we can just listen. All right, guys. X Japan halts Twitter's rebrand. <laughs> mm. As band returned with first music in eight years. That's that's the headline mm. to this title. So Elon I, I Musk's understand it. recent Twitter rebrand has been brought to a halt in Japan following clashes with the trademark name of the hit rock band X Japan. This month's social users were left surprised after Twitter owner, owner Elon Musk rolled out a surprise rebrand, which we all know about. Um, so, but what happens though is in each location that has a dedicated Twitter page, they update it with x and then it'll have the name of the country afterwards so that's yeah. where the conflict comes in so as you guys can imagine there's a band called x japan and when they put in their rebr when you would go to the j-rock site uh j-rock twitter it would say x japan so uh which is already trademarked by the band so uh yeah. toshi and yoshiki uh in 1982 uh what was it there's uh was it go? So they just released they had, a new song, which I thought when was interesting. When they came to the States, they had to call themselves like Japan, I think. It was uh, something Mikoto mentioned. Mm. So when they did that, they trademarked it. So they were just X in Japan, right? It was just X. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it was just X. And then right. they, ch they changed it to that. So they must have trademarked it afterwards then, right? I'm not sure how that's going to go down, though, with everyone. It's just another example of why this is such a stupid name for rebranding Twitter, because it's just one letter. So Everybody's if you want to use it, Twitter, <laughs> yeah, everyone's still calling it Twitter anyway. But like, if you want to use no the name X. of your brand now as like a prefix, or like they want to in this situation, or the multitude of other situations where you'd want to use your name for something and put it next to the name of something else. Now you can't do that because a ton of things are already going to be copyrighted like this because it's just one fucking letter. Everybody is <laughs> copyrighted stuff with like extreme, like, you know, like extreme is copyrighted. You know what I mean? Like all kinds of shit is going to go down. This is just the first on, on many. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Who knows, man? Yeah. I thought it was, I, I was wondering if that was going to be an issue later on, but I thought it was just going to appear X for everybody. Why would you have it? 
Why would you even have it say X Japan when you have the Twitter account pulled up in that country? Why don't just leave it X everywhere, not just only the U.S.? That's the part that weirded me out. Why would it be only X for the U.S., but every other place would be X Germany, X Japan, X France? Why? Like, just call it X everywhere, you know? Because we're the most important, obviously. Um, <laughs> America rules. America! It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, why do all that title change? Trademark is only a problem if you um, comp compete in the same Competes. market. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah, they in the same market? That's definitely true. Would we consider this the same market? Well, I guess that's where it becomes a gray area, right? Because X Japan utilizes Twitter or X now in order to promote themselves and they have trademarked their name X Japan so that they can promote themselves using that. So it'd be great if they had to like get Elon to, to license the fucking name so he could use it. That'd be so funny. <laughs> they just make money off of them. They good for them. I hope that's what happens. Probably <laughs> it's keeping from doing it. That'd be great. You know what? It's keeping uh X Japan's name like well alive in the music relevant. scene. Yeah, and relevant for sure. And then I didn't I guess I knew and didn't know, but they had a new song called Angel release a month ago, which I completely was unaware of. Or mm. or maybe we talked about it and I forgot about it. Have has anyone recall. heard the new song? I didn't even know they had a new song. No, I don't think we talked about this. When did I Twitter's mean, change dumb, happen? But... Did Twitter's change happen about a month ago? Yeah, just about that. Yeah, so that okay, that's why they put that in the title. Do you think that's coincidence that X Japan was like, I'm gonna release a song just to make sure you know that X Japan's still around? <laughs> I don't know. I mean that would <laughs> I mean that's what that's what the article's insinuating. So I thought that was pretty hilarious. That's what they were gonna try to say, you know. Yeah, I mean, I could listen, if I were them, I would be keeping a, a sharp eye on this all the time. Like everybody that uses like everywhere on Twitter, everything that uses X followed by the word Japan. I would be, you know, writing all this down, documenting it all, and using it as a big court case to get a big buttload of money one time and then move on from it. Yeah. That's probably what's gonna happen. You think uh Elon will actually pay for that? I feel like he'd rather just settle something like that than go to court over it, right? Like if there is a court case that can happen, uh, and that shit could go out for years and it'll cost a ton of money. And and if you're Elon Musk and you have billions of dollars, why not just be like, here's $500,000 so that we can say X Japan on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think and it's going to be way more could be than like, that. Nah. It could be. It could be. All right. <laughs> got, like he's, he's got money too. I got enough money. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder what he would do in that situation, you know? He'd probably make him donate a bunch of money to a bunch of charities. Or something. That yeah, would be right. awesome. That does. I, sound I'd exactly see him doing that like more than do. more than taking money for himself. Yeah. I, yeah, I, like I, get a settlement and just donate the whole settlement, <laughs> and then, right. and, but then he can't use his name on Twitter. Like he's got to be able to use his name on Twitter. So yeah, he's yeah. got he's got to win the case somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Let us know what you guys think uh, if you listen to this later in the YouTube comments. Um. All right, guys. Uh, we have we have passcode coming out here in the U.S. Right, and champs seeing them yeah. on the fifth. Uh, 
But we also have an awesome article over at guysforguys.com. You guys should definitely join our newsletter over there. So we send out an email a week so you guys can get updated on Japanese music news or articles that we put out. Um, so Andrew um, was able to see them already, if I'm not mistaken, or he's seen them tonight. Yeah, he's seen them today. That's what it was. So uh, he is out there. He's going to report on his show in Dallas that he's going to see. And then uh, Champ will let us know how they do in Gramercy. So we'll have a couple of reports about the, those live shows. Anyone else going to see Passcode in the chat? Uh, Ryan, are you going to go see them while they're here? Uh, no, I'd, I would like to see them, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. Yeah. That's a band I definitely think would be an incredible live show. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm still, like, I'm not sure about it. Like, I really I really like them, but I, as a live show, just because of the, the idle nature of them, I don't know how forward the band part of it's going to be, because I've never actually watched them them live before. Um, And, like, I don't, you know, I've seen all idle bands that have the bands kind of like front facing and, and right there with the singers. And then I've also seen performances where the bands kind of like in the background and the whole from, feature is the singers in the front. Yeah. From what I've seen the bands, I mean, they're, they're visible and they've, they've had the same band with, with the group, like since the start, I believe. So it's like, they're not just hired guns. Like they're part of it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much a part of it. So, cause when it was first announced, somebody, I didn't think um, it was thought that they weren't going to have their band, and then it was announced that they would. Hmm. So, I mean, I was happy to hear that. I think that'd be... The band's nuts, dude. I mean, their music's insane. The band's yeah. awesome. I mean, if the yeah. band wasn't going to be there, I wouldn't have gone to see it. I, I don't right. know. I don't, I don't want to see just like a... I don't, I don't want to watch a backing track <laughs> with them just right. dancing around. Did you just watch that with Blackpink, though? Or did they have a band? <laughs> <laughs> they actually had a live band for the whole show. Oh, really? Cool. All right, yeah. all right. They were good, man. I, I'll show you a clip. I have just like uh, them all doing solos. They did like back to back to back solos. It's pretty sick. Okay, I didn't know they had uh had that going on. Uh, yeah, Cookie back. Monster in the chat. He's gonna he's gonna be seeing him in a couple hours. I know he's a huge fan. I'm glad he's getting uh -oh. a, getting to be able to go see him. Hey, yeah. you might see Andrew out there. He should be out there too. Enjoy the show, man. Enjoy the show. All right, guys. Top 10. We have some new entries this week. Only two new entries this week. We got Noisemaker and Love Bites, uh, Love the Bites. live version. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, no new song. No new song. Remember, you guys can add entries over on the Guys You Guys Discord server. Uh, today at 10, we have Yama Slash. Yama is a singer. She is known for her blue hair, her signature mask, and her soft yet powerful voice. Yama is also a member of Bin along with tomato and tea producer i don't know any of these names bin and tomato is this yeah let's see if we can do seven second preview here wow that sounds really interesting from just yeah, a few seconds i'm listening to it now man there's a fucking lot going on yeah yeah, it's it's definitely like super anime sounding. Oh, it actually is an anime song. Yeah. Um it's for an anime, but but damn, dude, like there is a lot going on right there. I only listened to like 15 seconds, but it is I'm going to listen to the whole thing. That sounds good. I do want to check that out. Um 
Number nine, we got Yoroshika falling down two spots. Number eight, we got Bandmade going three spots up to get in the top ten. So congratulations. <laughs> Made it in at number eight. Is this the Dude, first time they... having Bandmade on the charts? I was about to say, were they on the charts and then fell off and then are coming back now? Or is this the first appearance with this Shambles song? never made it on. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was number 11. Oh. Um, so it was barely, so it just went oh, up three cool. spots. We didn't even notice. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I remember when it was submitted. Number seven, we got Atarashi Gako. This song's falling down four spots. It's been on the charts for quite a bit now. I think 15, 15 weeks total so far. Number yeah, six, song rules, we way. have awesome. Baby Metal going up nine spots with Metal League. Mm. Number five, okay. we got Rad Wimps, Die, Die, Die Dan, and features Zorn. Number four, we got Passcode with Groundswell. I can't remember if I've heard that song yet. Can't remember. Not I. Maximum <laughs> Hormone, number three, Koi No America going up one spot. I did not really expect... Maximum Hormone to be at number three, to be honest. It's a banger. I didn't even expect them to be ahead of Baby Metal and Bandmade at all. Maybe uh, our uh, our demographic got the fans, shifting. man. Yeah. I mean, the song is new. I mean, it's been a long-awaited <laughs> song by Maximum right. Hormone, so it's probably has something to do with it. Number two, we got Queen Bee, Miss, Miss Fisto, staying at two. This song has been on the charts for a while, too. Um, been there for 15 weeks. Number one, we got Wagaki Band, The Beast. Wagaki Band are back with the opening song to anime, Baki Hana Season 2, Tell the ah. Pickle and the Pickle, War Saga. What a name, dude. What, what name. is that? What is it? It's uh, the Tale of Pickle and the Pickle, War Saga. <laughs> I, I don't know how it Sounds I feel like an Adventure that. Time episode. It, it does. Yeah. It does. It does sound <laughs> like that. Cool. Well, a lot of good songs on there, man. We got a lot of bangers on our top ten right now. Yeah, I like it, man. All right, guys, and that's uh, that's the show for today. Cool. All right. All right. Good times. If you guys want to uh, support us further, consider checking out our Patreon. We just released our sim reaction. We got many other reactions over there on Patreon, and uh, helps directly support what we're doing and more. And don't forget, you have a chance to win two four day passes. Uh, all the details for that are down in the description to Aftershock, four day passes mm -hmm. to Aftershock. You have to be able to get that to Sacramento, California. Of course, make sure you read those details and uh, submit your story by September 8th. We're going to read it off on September 10th so we can get those mm -hmm. uh, passes out to the winner right away. All right. Mm -hmm. And if you want to join the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash guys. It is uh, the first week of a new month, which means now is the best time to join the Patreon if you want to, because then you get the most bang for your buck. And even if you just want to join one time and like watch all the videos we have and then leave by the end of the month, feel free to do that too. It's always an option. All right, guys. See ya. Adios. See ya.